Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is Michelle, and who's here with me? It's JD. Oh, it's JD. Oh, it's JD. I'm doing all right. You know, I'm I'm doing pretty all right, Michelle. I'm doing, how are you doing? How are you? I'm doing great. Good. 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 I'm Um, glad to hear it. I told you that I had to start off this episode. Put and, some uh, bass I, in your I have voice. Some things, I have some things to spring on you. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is the Michelle in Review episode. Yes. It's, it's only our second time doing it. Last month, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Because, yes, I watch I watch a lot of media. And this month, I was like, well, it's it's basically my episode. I'm going to watch a lot of media. Um, and I didn't watch a lot of uh, different types of movies. I only got through like 20 or 30 this month. But every month I like to watch a horror franchise. I am going to get really into the franchise that I watched. I wanted to start off with a content and a spoiler warning. Um, if anybody wants to skip so we could we could do a timestamp. It's going to be easy. We can tell them just skip to like 32 minutes in when I get done. Um, but I really did not want to spoil this thing. Plus, there's some pretty heavy shit in it. So the franchise that I really need to get into, there's a, a really big uh, vampire series that I had never had the opportunity to see before. Um, it's got some other cryptids in there. There's some werewolves. A vampire werewolf movie. I watched all five Twilights in February within the span of two days. And I got some feelings because I finished the last one today. JD, Twilight. Have you seen them? Have you heard of them? You're looking, you're doing nothing. JD is just. It's vampires, it's horror, it counts. Have you seen Twilight, JD? You know, <laughs> this is even my e- even your web camera refuses to put you in focus right now, Michelle. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. Now I have a lot of thoughts. Look at the at, at the end of the day. I guess I probably should have put a little bit more thought into. Michelle sees eight million more things than you do. Let's just let her ramble about stuff, and you can pipe in with your attempts at being clever every now and then. And now you're gonna make me listen to you talk about Twilight. Twilight. The Twilight Saga. I got some thoughts. Okay, well, well, I, I, I have literally three things at all that I want to talk about, and I can do it all in less than three minutes. Can I do that before you make me sit through this nightmare? But then what if they they want to skip and they want to hear the other movies? They're going to have to jump. I think we got to start with the Twilight and put the timestamp for when they can come back and it's safe. I just don't want anybody to have the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 spoiled. I'm gonna spoil it. But can't we can't we put those timestamps anywhere, Michelle? No, I think we have to start with the Twilight. It's the only yes. way. You put my my name in the 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 thing that we do, and now this is how we're doing it. Twilight, you ready? You ready, JD? Uh, it doesn't matter if I'm ready or not, Michelle. Nope. I've given. Okay, we're gonna I've, talk I've about already, Twilight. I've already given you the keys to the kingdom, and now I'm just like, what the. Michelle, this is no no offense, Michelle, but this is why I talk over you all the time. You don't want to hear about Twilight? Have you seen them though? You did not answer my question. I have not. No, of course I have not oh. seen any of them. Okay. <laughs> I've seen I've seen one very out of context scene from one of them. I don't know which one it was. I don't know anything about it except it was a portrayal of uh some some very uh, very young and inexperienced acting. Uh, to be <laughs> kind about it. Anyway, that's, I'm Michelle. I'm gonna smoke some medicine while you put me through yeah. this twilight nightmare. Please, you yeah. have the floor, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This month on Michelle in Review, the Twilight Saga. <laughs> 
It probably won't be crazy long, but I do know that I have opinions about it. So we're going to call this the Twilight Nightmare, a.k.a. the Twilightmare. It's not for me is what I'm trying to say. Oh, I will say some other things. Okay, Twilight 2008. First off, got to start off and say that I thought this would be a silly thing to do for the show. I completely forgot that there were five movies, and I completely forgot that they are 10 hours and six minutes total. Spent 10 hours and six minutes on Twilight. Uh, I had read the books. I was a young, early 20s lady. Um, while they are not uh, great literature in the case of like, wow, this is incredibly well written. You know what? I still swooned. I'll admit it. I want two guys to fight over me where one is a vampire and one is a werewolf and I have to choose. I, I liked the books. I knew that they weren't great, but I did enjoy them. Um, then I never saw the movies because I had heard of the movies and I had not seen them. Until now. Twilight, 2008. Uh, first off, I I know you don't like to say that a movie is bad. Um, Twilight, though. The first one, specifically, has a lot of choices that culminate oh, you, into please, an Michelle, unfortunate you, circumstance. You go, ahead, you go ahead and live your life by whatever standard yep. you're comfortable living it by. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is very specifically the first movie. It gets better. Um, the rest of the movies are not as bad, though I have thoughts. But that first one, it's a lot of dramatic, very close, very oddly angled camera shots. And every action scene is, oh boy. Um, I don't think it's possible to make Robert Pattinson unattractive, but they definitely tried. They gave it their best. Um, and I think that man is hunky dory. Uh, a lot of the problem are every action scene. Uh, Bella is not like other girls. Um, but soundtrack, the soundtrack to Twilight is fire. I love that soundtrack. It's, uh, it's got a lot of stuff that I listen to. Also, I understand why they cast Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson because their chemistry was palpable. I'm not surprised that they dated um, for a long time. And then I did, after finishing the first couple movies, go and look up how their relationship ended because I was curious if they were still together. And that was a whole dramatic hole that I wish I had not gone down because now I was watching the rest of the Twilight movies knowing that Bella and Edward did not wind up together and have the happily ever after it ruined it for me you didn't know that until just now no i well i knew that they had dated i knew nothing about the breakup or anything else related to it i don't really care about people's dating history at all unless it's like timothy chalamet and whichever jenner kardashian he's with now and that's only because i saw a silly meme about it um, one thing that I did have to respect, though, is that I found an interview with Kristen Stewart where she said, and I quote, Pattinson had an intellectual approach that was combined with, I don't give a fuck about this, but I'm going to make this sing. And I was like, ugh, same. And I respect that. Where They're like, Twilight is going to be a weird time, but let's give it our all. And you can tell that they did give it their all. And then we got the Twilight movie. And thank God for that. I'm glad that exists because... Since we got Twilight 2008, we then got the rest of the movies. Okay. The first movie is just called Twilight. The other movies all start the Twilight Saga, colon, and then the rest of the name. Looking these up on Hulu, trying to watch them in order, not knowing the order that they're in is fucking impossible. Because if you look, to, you look up Twilight, you're going to find the first one. And then you're going to see a bunch that say Twilight Saga. And then you're going to be like, okay, cool. And they're super helpful because aside from Twilight, the other ones say two, three, four or five except the third one eclipse which does not say which one it is so then you have to compare the years and that's too much effort for this so the fuck off with that <laughs> that choice because i had to figure out what order these were in i couldn't just do like twilight three i had to i had to know it was annoying uh so twilight two i watched the entire movie and i noted nothing so <laughs> i was definitely a film I saw, I did note after it was over, like, wow, I didn't make any notes about this, but that it was better. And then Twilight 3, actually, fairly good movie. Uh, not good. <laughs> not good, good, but like, wow, this is watchable and kind of swoonable. And I do like uh, Bella Swan's Father Charlie because he's like, 
hey, this vampire guy that you're into, I don't know he's a vampire. I don't know why I said that. But this guy that you're into, maybe you shouldn't be into him because he seems kind of possessive and he broke your heart and then you like tried to kill yourself. So uh, maybe you shouldn't date him anymore. But then I also like that Kristen Stewart is like, Father, I'm an independent woman and you have to respect my choices because I'm almost 18 and I will marry him. And I like that. I like that they gave her some some agency. That's pretty great. Um, I do think it's funny anytime somebody carries Bella anywhere, she just rides on Jacob and Edward, not in a metaphorical sense. Like they just pick her up and run with her a lot. And it's always very funny. She rides on Edward Collins back in like the first movie. He leaps onto a tree. And then he turns to her and says something like, hang on tight, spider monkey. <laughs> oh, God, I died. It's never, it never stops being funny when somebody picks up that lady, brings her somewhere. It's it's so fucking funny. Um, then there's this part where they're talking about how they can't have sex because Edward's worried he would fuck Bella to death. Holy shit uh did not expect that to be in here and then uh it's kind of cute that bella's like well i don't care if you fuck me to death i still want to fuck and edward's like i can't do that i'm a hundred and something years old and i'm old-fashioned uh also victoria in this movie is suddenly bryce Dallas, dallas howard they just replaced an entire fucking actress with one that i definitely know the little girl from silent hill is here and uh the entire cast of all of these is great martin sheen plays the big baddie in the last several movies he's great if you had just seen this cast you'd be like i bet that's going to be a phenomenal series um bella's wigs are very bad though and that's unfortunate and then Twilight 4, uh, my two notes are the birth scene is dope. Oh, my God. I remember that because here's the thing, J.D. <laughs> here's the thing. Bella. I'm sorry. Are you, are you talking to me now? Bella and Edward get married and he doesn't want to turn her into a vampire yet. But they enjoy their wedding night and their honeymoon together. And all of a sudden she is very pregnant and this baby is growing very fast because now it's a vampire human hybrid. And uh, it is killing her to carry this baby around and she gets fucked up. I don't know if they spell it out in the movie, but in the book, I was like, this is hardcore. The baby breaks her back, forcing its way out of her. It's intense. It's really great. Uh, that is that's actually pretty hardcore and good job on that. But then my other note, one of my favorite bands is Sleeping At Last. I love them. Uh, one of their songs, their cover of 500 Miles by the Proclaimers, which is a very beautiful cover about a very like silly song. Uh, was my wedding song, uh, our first dance together. And one of my other favorite songs by them is Turning Page. So Turning Page by Sleeping At Last, unfortunately, is the song that they decided to choose for Edward and Bella's first sex scene. And I'm never, ever going to hear that song the same way again. So thanks for that. Uh, then we get to Twilight Five. My my big notes that I did have to bold and underline is CGI baby. I don't know why these people could not find a baby, but they clearly could not find a baby. So they're like, let's take the little girl who's going to play this baby when she's a little bit older and CGI her face onto this baby. Unless it was a real baby with like a green screen thing going on over its face, but it's terrifying and hilarious. Uh, also, Jacob the werewolf decides to imprint on the baby, which I knew was happening, but I was hoping they would make the choice to take that part out because he's like, it's definitely not what you think. I'm just going to be like a protector and a brother and a lover to her. And I'm like, she literally was just birthed, sir. Please. That's when upsetting. You say, when you say imprinting, what? I am so glad that you asked. I am so good, JD. I don't know. I, I just assumed everybody knew about this. So Jacob is a werewolf and he has been in love with Bella, but everybody's like, well, it's not like you imprinted on her and I'm, imprinting. I'm, I'm so it, fucking sorry. I asked. <laughs> it's not like you imprinted on her. And then he's like, 
Uh, he's explaining to Bella that imprinting is when you fall madly in love with a person, but it's more than just loving them romantically. You want to protect them. And it's like you can't breathe when you're around them. And she's like, and you didn't imprint on me? And he's like, no, I just can read the other wolves' thoughts and I know what it feels like. And then the first time that he sees Bella's baby, who was literally just just escaped from her womb he gets like this this vision of her growing up and becoming a so, beautiful woman and it's this big like fuzzy slow motion beautiful music thing and now he's in love with the baby but it's not like that he says it's not like that because it, it sounds it an like awful that. lot it sounds an awful lot like he wants to fuck up ba- that baby yeah it absolutely does it definitely absolutely does but he he All does right. clarify it's not like that Oh, well, if he says so. Exactly. But then when she's old enough, they are going to date. But it's not like that, he says. He can't help it. He's a wolf. It's a wolf thing, J.D. You wouldn't understand. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned so far, but I am hashtag Team Jacob, by the way. Taylor Lautner, once he figures out that he is a werewolf in the second movie, before that, he doesn't know. Uh, he's not allowed to know that he's going to become a wolf someday, but he basically like hits puberty and now he's a werewolf. And after that point, he's like, man, fuck shirts. He's just walking around the full movies. Every time he sees Bella, he's just got like his six, eight, ten pack out. He's just like, damn girl, what you up to? He's ripped. And just the entire time he's like, I don't need to wear a shirt. And I'm like, yeah, this is why I'm not team Edward. Why? Why did they ever put this this man in a shirt? It was a bad choice from the beginning. So he's just like, I'm I'm a wolf now. Wolves don't wear shirts. And he just never wears a shirt near the end of the movies. Then he wears a shirt. Like, you're like two, three, and four. There's no shirt on this man. Because now he's a wolf and wolves don't need shirts. Um, then I have thoughts about Bella when she finally does become a, a vampire. Because they're like, whoa, she's like so cool. And she's crazy strong. And she's beautiful. And she's all the things. And like. That was unnecessary. Uh, and then the the finale of these movies, JD. Okay. So basically, okay, you're not allowed to turn a child into a vampire. It's a huge sin. Uh, it's a really bad oh, but, thing. But you don't you can, do it. You, you can you can want to fuck a child. You just can't turn it into a vampire. Exactly. Yeah, I'm glad that you understand the rules. Uh, pardon me. Pardon me. You can imprint on a baby. Yep, that's totally fine. Yep. But you can imprint, dare... but don't don't turn one. Yeah. And it's because uh, children, like, they threaten everybody because they have no self-control, blah, blah, blah. They murdered a bunch of child vampires. It's a very sad thing. Uh, And somebody sees Bella and Edward's child, and they're like, oh, my God, they turned a child into a vampire. I have to go tell the Volturi or Volturon, whatever they are, the Italian vampires who are in charge of all the other vampires. They live in Rome, and the main guy is Martin Sheen. So she runs off to tell them. And uh, then they're like, but she's not a a child we turned into a vampire. She's a human vampire hybrid because Edward and Bella had sex before she was turned. And they're like, that's impossible. But no, scientifically, it's not. Don't shut up. You don't need to know the details. Uh, So instead, no, she's just like a child human vampire hybrid. And the Volturi show up and they're like, well, we have to kill her anyway because we don't like the power she has. All the vampires have. Uh, superpowers by the way JD um, Bella her her power is that she's a shield where she can stop all the other vampires powers from affecting anybody that she wants to Edward can read minds her daughter when she touches you uh, her name is Renesmee which is like the dumbest fucking name uh, but Renesmee the baby when she touches you she can tell you what her first memory with you is and that seems like a completely worthless um, power and I hope that it gets better which, as she ages which one of them which one of them paints pictures of the future? Oh, that one's Alice. You would love Alice. Alice is your type. Riley. <laughs> Riley does Please not like Alice. Please keep talking. Riley is yeah, pissed no. off about this as much as I am. <laughs> okay. I will gladly keep talking. So uh, the end of these movies, I'm just going to spoil them. This is why you had to get the spoiler warning at the beginning. The Volturi show up and they're like, we got to kill that baby. And they're like, well, the baby is a girl now because she ages really fast. And they're like, that's crazy. And she's like, also, she's not a human child that we turned into a vampire. She was born as a vampire human hybrid. And they're like, well, we have to battle. And Alice shows up and she can show the future. And she's like, I'm going to show you why this is a bad idea. And then uh, she touches the one guy. And everyone 
someone fucking dies, JD, I know that you are yelling at your dog right now or reprimanding him, but like everybody dies. They rip people's heads off. They take somebody's jaw and pull them apart like that exorcism movie you just liked. Um, They slice people in half. Everyone dies. And then after this gigantic battle scene where I'm like, holy shit, this is intense. What is happening in this teenage drama between a vampire and a werewolf? They go, JK, that was just a a prediction that Alice had. And now there's not going to be a battle. And then a battle doesn't happen. And Martin Sheen's like, yeah, probably be a bad idea if we battled. We should just let them be. And then Edward and Bella are like, oh, man, I'm so glad that we're in love and that this werewolf will date our daughter when she's old enough. The end. That's Twilight. Cool. Can we talk about something else now? Yes, please. Okay. Next. <laughs> I cannot I just, believe. I had, I had to get it out. I can't believe I had you to. just did this to me. That's so all, rude. I watched all five Twilight movies in the last two days. Well, this is why I said we can't do the re- recap yet because I have to. I have to watch my franchise for the month, and I went with Twilight. Okay. okay. It was a bad idea. So, okay. guys, uh, that's... Uh, okay, so 20 minutes, 55 seconds is if you just showed up after skipping to this point. Welcome. You missed a lot. <laughs> oh, you think I'm going to go back and put a timestamp on this? If I had to sit through it all, then everybody else has to sit through it all, too. Oh, I wish we did videos because you did not like that. I didn't pay attention to most of it. I know. You were just... Staring off, waiting for it to be over, uh, like it was a dentist appointment. Look, all I'm all I'm gonna say is, uh, and please note that I'm being very uh, broad spectrum, uh, non-gender or anything inclusive. Teenagers like some real dumb shit. But the books are actually pretty good. If you just want to be swooned and you're like, "Mm, they're gonna fight over me. Pretty, it's pretty nice. Um, okay. Yeah, if you if you like Twilight but you want something better, check out the Fever series. Uh, in the Fever series, there are centaurs, and if you have sex with them, you go crazy, and you have to keep having sex or you die. So, highly recommend the Fever series. I, something uh, Mona moaning. I kind of f- feel like I kind of feel like you would have to have already gone crazy in the first place to quote unquote have sex with a centaur it's uh they they trick you into they're like a siren song for sex so even though you don't want to you do want to and it's like a trick what i'm saying is reread those books what i'm saying is centaurs aren't real wow now you're saying some controversial shit no, I'm being pedantic. On to our regularly scheduled programming. So <laughs> this is our second month doing it. Uh I I've been dividing my shit into recent horror, older horror, which we have defined as pre-COVID, non-horror. I don't know where Twilight fits into all of that. And then news and literature. Uh, as our five categories. So Twilight JD, falls talk- into a category all its own called JD's Nightmare. I'm going to watch it again next month just so I can have more opinions. I have I'm so many notes that I did not read. the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and then every episode is Michelle kidding. in review. Oh, these poor people. Uh, okay, well, recent horror. Do you have something for the recent horror category? Yeah, a couple of things. Uh, I I just recently uh, picked up my Screenbox subscription again. I did let it lapse for a little while because uh, I I just had a lot of stuff going on. They were releasing good stuff. I just didn't have time to see all of this other stuff. Uh, I'm real happy, though, that I got it back. I'm not even going to go into specific detail here. Just a couple of titles that I want to shout out. Uh, One is, I I think, their most recently released uh, Screenbox original uh, it's called Here for Blood. Uh, it's kind of a, a comedy slasher home invasion uh, kind of thing. Uh, real fun. Uh, I had a good time with it. Um, it's uh, it's it's dumb in the good way. You know what I, you know what I mean by that. You know, it's very much. Uh, it definitely reminded me a lot of the spirit of like your your 1980s like. 
uh, like uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead or, or, or something to that effect in, in tone. Obviously, it's not a, a zombie sort of thing. But uh, anyway, really, really enjoyed that. Uh, and then also just recently saw a movie called Crabs, uh, which is this micro-budget, uh, just super legitimately indie movie uh, about some some hermit or not hermit crabs uh, horseshoe crabs uh, that get radioactive from a nuclear meltdown and they go on a killing spree and it's just so cheesy and so ridiculous but also super splattery fun uh, it builds to a, just an awesome f it's don't get me wrong this is not it, it, it's splattery and gory, but that's as close as this gets to horror, right? This is very comedy, very fun, uh, uh, sort of thing, even more so, I, I think, than Here for Blood uh, was. Uh, and just uh, one of those movies that I was talking about on Twitter and somebody uh, replied and said something about, like, yeah, this is one of those movies that I feel like is bad good. And I was like, no, nah, this is just a good movie, like... But that'll give you an idea of what we're talking about here. This is the kind of thing that some people would describe as bad good. I don't think this is a movie that's good in spite of itself, just because of the spirit it had. Uh, like I think this is a movie that knew exactly what its limitations were and played into them and and sort of built the movie around those ideas. Like, okay, well, if it has to look like this, how can we play that to the best effect? Uh, rather than just, like, what's the best we can do with what we have. And I, I, I guess that's a real subtle difference. But I really, really, really loved Crabs. And so there's just a couple more horror comedy kind of titles on, on Screenbox that I definitely uh, think people should check out. Here for Blood was also on my list. It's a great movie. Oh, you've see, you did see that. Okay, excellent. Yep. Have you seen Crabs yet? No, not yet. Okay, It's cool. on my list for the weekend. Uh, but I think that's one I'm going to ask Hubby to watch. With I me. will say, I will say that there are a couple of moments. So the, one of the main characters in here for blood is an independent professional wrestler. There are a couple of moments where they play this real, like, Oh, big, dumb muscle head pro wrestler guy kind of stereotype, but it just sort of happens in a couple of places and it doesn't connect to anything in the plot at all. Uh, they just sort of felt out of place, and as a big pro wrestling fan, I kind of wish the, they had just left those out of there, but it's still a good time. I could say that wrestling is fake, but I did rant about Twilight for a very long time, and I just won't do that. Well, I mean, it is it, <laughs> it is fake, but it's like, so what? So is, you know what else is fake? Twilight. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, those those are those are the only two movies really that I, I wanted to draw any attention to. Anything else is something that we've we've talked about on the show or that I've talked about uh on the ghoul blog in JD. Oh, there is one other thing I should talk about. Uh there was no uh write up uh in the J D Watches Two B series this week because J D watched a movie called Postocalypse and J D was taught to believe that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. So we just didn't write a review uh, this week, and we will go to another one next week. I can't believe you looked at a list and you went, Postocalypse, that's probably got some good stuff that I'll want to here's, No, here, here's why I picked it. First of all, it's a Tubi original. Yeah, Second of all, it was, it was the shortest one still on my list at an hour and 71 minutes. And it was animated horror called Postocalypse and had a weird thing. Here's what I didn't know is uh, it was made by uh, some of the guys who were involved in, like, I think Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Anyway, the one of the main characters is voiced by the guy who voiced Master Shake uh, on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And it's just, like, he just sounds like Master Shake the whole time, and that's distracting, and it's... It's a sense of, you completely I, I, sold me, and I'm not even joking. I just looked. Oh my god, it's animated, and it's yeah. made by the Aqua Teen Hunger Force guys. A hundred percent, I'm going to watch this. So thank you. Yeah, I, I uh, here's here's a big part of why I didn't get to the write up. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I tried watching the film three times. I never finished it, and it's only seventy one minutes long. Oh, 
I'll, I'll watch it three times and pay rapt attention to it for you. <laughs> uh, I only have one thing for recent horror. Um, it's kind of lighter, and uh, I have I actually wound up watching it three times in February because I watched it once on my own. I watched it once when I told the husband that he had to definitely see this. And I watched it when I went to Denver uh, because my best friend had not finished it. He'd only seen the first two episodes. And I told him that was unacceptable. And that is Has Been Hotel. I know we talked about it a little bit when I got very excited that it finally hit streaming. Uh, there's a YouTuber whose name I have now forgotten. Vivian? I don't know. A vet? Something like that. Uh, but she had put out a pilot episode on YouTube. And then uh, they finally made the first season. Uh, it is an animated musical about the daughter of Lucifer and why did I just Lilith? Uh, and she wants to have a hotel where they can rehabilitate people who are in hell so that they will wind up in heaven. So despite being Lucifer and Lilith's daughter, she is very all sunshine and rainbows trying to get these people who are not good people to heaven. Uh, and it's animated and it's a musical. And it's very adult and really great. I love the animation style. It's a lot like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, which is one of my favorite animated series. The voices include uh, Mirabelle from Encanto, Katie from the Mean Girls musical. We've got Jeremy Jordan. Uh, Darren Chris plays a, a guy in like episode six, and I'm in love with that man. It is great. If you like animation and you like musicals and you like demons, check it out. For sure. I know JD might be typing. Are you making a note? Oh, damn. You'd probably really like Husband Hotel. Yeah, it's one that I know you've mentioned several times previously. I'm not making oh, a note so of good. it here specifically at this moment, but it is on my list of stuff that I need to get around to eventually. Uh, you can't say, you know, horror and or horror adjacent musical without me being like, well, God damn it. Yep. And it's, it, 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 don't get me wrong. It is that because here's the thing about it. When a horror or horror-adjacent musical works really well, I really enjoy them. But, man, when they're bad, they're real bad. Yeah. No, this is great. And I don't I really, I don't really say bad too much anymore. But Yeah. Poison by Episode 4 is a very dark song, but yet it's so poppy and so catchy that I've had it on repeat. And I'm like, God, this is a terrible song about sexual abuse, and yet can't stop listening to it. Hey, it's a, it's a brand new day. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, sorry, okay, on to older, on to older horror. I don't have anything in the horror. older horrors. Do you just take it away? Okay, cool. I only have one. I tried to keep my category short because I knew I wanted to talk about Twilight for a long time. Uh, I just watched Skins or Pieles. I think it would be the Spanish pronunciation. It's from 2017. It is on Netflix. Again, JD, I watched this one because it it would be up your alley if you have not seen it. It was very Cronenberg-esque. Um, basically, it's a world now where disabilities are physical disabilities and deformities are very common. And so it's kind of like five interwoven stories of people with disabilities and deformities. Um, and it's a very, very dark comedy um, it's one that I made the mistake of saying like, Hey friend, do you want to watch this movie? I've heard good things about. And the entire time we just kept looking at each other and being like, Oh, it's not, it's like possessor. And it was the same guy. It was Aaron. <laughs> and I went like, you want to watch possessor? And then we watched it together and we're like, this is weird. That, that was our skins experience of like, Oh no, why do I keep doing this to our friendship? There's one lady who has a butthole instead of a mouth. I'm just going to say it. I was just, so I did, I just brought up the Wikipedia page and there's yeah. a poster for the movie and I was, I was about to say, does this person have a rectum for a mouth? And you she got absolutely me. absolutely uh, does. And then, then this person doesn't have any eyes. Yep. Uh, this person looks like they're half palsied. Yep. This, uh, yeah, this is, uh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, nope. it's, it's weird, but I really enjoyed it. Um, and if you like body horror and just weird, uncomfortable films, like I said, it reminded me a lot of Cronenberg's work. But, uh, but both doesn't him have and a story. Son. Yeah, 
Yeah, it does. Okay. I actually thought the the story was pretty, like, kind of happy endings for some of them, but it does not portray it that way very well. It's so fucking dark. Um, But I I really enjoyed it. I mean, there's on the poster for the movie is a person with a butthole mouth. I mean, that kind of makes a statement about where your movie's going. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I did not realize. I didn't look at the poster. I just remembered I had put it on my list. So, uh, on to non-horror. Uh, I, again, only put one thing in this category because I knew Twilight fit into a bunch of them and I just didn't want to do that to us. I don't know if you've seen this. I know I've talked to you about it, but I don't remember. Dear Zachary, a letter to a son I about his father. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I am going to keep this very quick because I think this is one that you should go into with little info but it is one of the most heartbreaking documentaries I've seen in my whole life I had watched it for the first time like 10-ish years ago and I wanted to re-watch it and again this was when I was in Denver with the friends who I watched the butthole mouth lady with um, and we put on Dear Zachary because our friend Nicole had never seen it before. And I was like, I, I feel like crying. Do you want to watch this, this documentary? It's about, uh, this guy's friend making a, a film about his, uh, the son's father after he's been murdered. And it's just like, it's heartbreaking. And I didn't tell her anything else about it. I did not remember a lot about it. We were sobbing for like the last half hour. That is one of the roughest documentaries I've seen in my whole goddamn life. So if you want to feel something, Dear Zachary is currently on Netflix and it's upsetting. It's really, really upsetting. And I like when things can make me feel stuff because holy shit, Dear Zachary, check it out if you feel like crying. It's so upsetting. Uh, I, I do have one, uh, a pretty random not horror thing that I actually just thought about when you mentioned the not horror category. Um, I'm not sure how everybody else's tastes lie, but, uh, excuse me. I feel better now. <clears throat> really, I'm going to be fine. Anyway, uh, yeah. I don't know where everybody else's tastes lie, but, uh, Food Network Tournament of Champions 5 kicked off a couple of weeks ago uh all four previous champions back to compete Brooke Williamson, Manit Shohan, Tiffany Faison, Mei Lin, all four of them they won in that order by the way they're all back number 1 seeds in their divisions I uh I won't spoil it for you if you haven't had a chance to watch both of the episodes that have been released so far but hot damn there's some cooking going on and uh the brackets are already heating up That's all I'm going to say I love sure. cooking shows I don't know if you know, I I'm a I am a over the last especially over the last couple of years uh because it was something that mom and I could agree on watching when we would be hanging out in the hospital and stuff we would watch a lot of food network shows and i have really i used to be a casual fan of cooking competition shows and now i'm just like fucking psychopath for cooking competitions and food network toc hosted by guy fieri uh is like it's it's the it's the mother of all cooking competitions it's been won four times by four different people all of them women which i think is awesome brooke williamson won the first year and she was also in the finals in i want to say year two and three it's pretty you great did remind me that season six of love is blind uh aired on uh, for christ's sake day. i'm i'm not gonna do that to these people but <laughs> We could just have, like, a Food Network and Love is Blind garbage TV. Anyway, uh, you can catch up with previous episodes of uh, of Food Network TOC5 on Hulu. One of the upcoming seasons of Love is Blind is in Minneapolis, by the way. Oh, and I God. really hope I know some people. <laughs> why don't Why don't you go try to be on that show, Michelle? Well, I don't think I your think husband would like... mind. <laughs> No, he wouldn't care at all. He'd be like, "Go sit in a pod with some weirdos." Yeah, I'd be. A they'd be like, "They'd be like, but ma'am, you're married," and you'd be like, "No, he'll sign papers or whatever." <laughs> yeah, he's looking for reasons to get rid of me. Do you know what I'm like? You have any idea? <laughs> you have any idea what property taxes cost in this state? Jesus, let's <laughs> don't get me started on taxes. We just did ours, and it was a massacre. Oh, I bet. Um, okay, 
news. I have three news things. Do news. you have any news? Uh, I'm. I here's what I know is they uh, they just announced uh, and then released uh, the uh, the trailer for. Uh, 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 why is the name just suddenly disappearing from me? I saw the TV glow. glow, Yeah, 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 I saw uh, I saw the TV glow. Uh, Jane Schoenberg Uh, is that the? Uh, they made uh one of my favorite movies from a couple of years ago. We're all going to the World's Fair. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, also very excited about Love Lies Bleeding, the sophomore feature from Rose Glass, who made. Uh, Saint Maud, which is also one of my favorite fucking movies in recent years, like those starring two Kristen movies, Stewart from Twilight fame. Yeah, uh, well, also of other things. Uh, look, she's significantly better today than she was then. I'll tell you. Uh, anyway, stop making me look like a bad guy, Michelle. It's not nice. Hi. You set me. You I'm, set me I'm up s- here. <laughs> yeah, I just I did this whole thing because I knew that you were gonna be like, "Hey, Love Lies Bleeding comes out soon," and I was like, "Aha! No, uh, I'll just yeah. talk about Twilight." So yeah, just uh, th- those two films uh, coming up, uh, both highly anticipated. Everything I've heard in early reviews is that it uh, seems like they're going to probably be polarizing, but the kind of thing that if you love it, you're gonna really fucking love it, and I strongly suspect I'm going to love but I haven't watched a single frame of any trailers for either one uh please don't try to get me to watch any of that stuff you goofy don't like random link send me like little like rick roll me with the trailer from love lies bleeding or something I'll get very upset I don't think that's a thing that people would do but it's a thing that I'm paranoid that people would do so well, anyway, you have to that's see- previews of links that have been sent to you on social media so I, I don't think you have to worry too much but also even though you haven't seen a single frame Netflix has proven that love is blind so it's okay you can love it without having seen it yet God, Chelsea what do you what, 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 what kind of news do you have to talk about Michelle mine was barely news that's just more like shit I'm really looking forward to soon <laughs> I don't follow I love the that. news. This is the new segment. This is so I great. Follow... I, I love this that. Is... <laughs> this, is... this is your segment. Michelle frustrates the hell out of me with 20 minutes worth of Twilight discussion that she didn't. Oh. You just told me all about Red Dwarf and our ghost watching. <laughs> At least mine was relevant. <laughs> hey. It's got vampires. It's horror adjacent. <laughs> The, the the guy was in the, the the guy from Red Dwarf was in the other thing. It's, it's relevant. Yeah, Kristen's in Love Lies Bleeding, <laughs> so we're all good. No, okay, you uh, cle- again. You you follow the news way more than I do. I don't know shit about yeah. news. Tell us what's happening, Michelle, please. Uh, okay. So first, um, my first one is not really a news thing. I thought it was interesting. Uh, and you're not gonna find it interesting, but I just went down a, a rabbit hole. And Gaspar Noé's uh, Irreversible. Um, I know. I know you don't like it. I see the face. But uh, it makes people physically ill for a lot of different reasons. And I read a whole article about how that was done through the sound design on purpose because one of the guys from Daft Punk did medical research to figure out which tones make people uncomfortable and played, uh, I think it was like a 27 hertz sound wave for the first half hour of that movie. And that's just a fun fact that I had no idea. And yeah, that, that worked. I would hasten to point out that the use of low frequency vibrations as uh, as uh, weapons uh, or as as devices to psychologically manipulate people has been around for quite some time. The military used it for a while. There's a band from Japan called Psy who used certain effects like that on their album Gallows Gallery from like 2007. So I mean, the suggestion that they invented this stuff for this movie is oh, Captain Pedantic. I don't think they invented it. It's my it, new but surprise. Ca- <laughs> Irreversible made me so no. goddamn sick. That I, I don't, think that's why hearing it in that context, I'm like, well, they nailed it. Oh, you, holy shit! You don't you you don't think it was the things that happen in Irreversible? It was the it was the 27 hertz tone they played underneath <laughs> everything for a half an hour. <laughs> the really bad things happen at the end of the movie, 
the 27 well, hertz happens at, for the first half hour where there's nothing else going on. Right. So I think that's why, to me, that's just very interesting because I'm like, oh, yeah, that movie, I remember being one of the sickest. Like, I felt so nauseous. It's one, like, the movies that, like, that and Cloverfield. Yeah, for sure. But Cloverfield was a motion yeah, thing. And, and that's that's exactly what, like, uh, again, like the like military sonic weapons and stuff, that was kind mm-hmm. of their, their goal with them, was, as I understand it, was to... Uh, uh, to not you like South Park joked about it, but they talk about like the brown note, which is like a yep. note that would make you. It, it wasn't that, but it was definitely like low pulse frequencies to make you physically uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that that's the it. That's the first time that that's been. I'm just I I, I have to Ooh. apologize. I'm just in a real sort of weird, crazy mood right now because you made me listen to 20 minutes of rambling about Twilight. This is anything it that happens for rambling. the rest of the it night is on you. I had structured notes. <laughs> it was divided based on each movie. Uh, okay, my news. next thing. I Michelle, men- news. Yes, I've mentioned this uh, uh, before. Terror Bites, the evolution of horror gaming. The creators of In Search of Darkness, which did a lot of uh, the coverage, I guess is the word I'm looking for, of a lot of classic horror films, talking to filmmakers and actors and all of that, and that's all on Shudder. They are doing the evolution of horror gaming, and uh, they opened up their Kickstarter, GirlFundMe, whichever one, and you can back it, and uh, you can get access to all sorts of interviews that they'll be doing over the next year with all of these video game creators. Um, I am so fucking pumped for it. It's going to be so much content. Um, I am getting, I don't know, whatever tier. It was one of the higher tiers because I'm just so excited. But I love horror video games as much as I love horror movies. And oh my God. So if you want to back that and you want to get access to all the shit, just go look up Terabytes, the evolution of horror gaming. You will find it. There's a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter out there and you can sign up and then you'll get some shit on there as, as long as so as, as long as they spend at least 30 to 45 minutes on friday the 13th for the nintendo entertainment system then i will probably <laughs> be satisfied i just need them to have a chunk of clock tower because clock tower is one of the most underrated horror games it really got under my skin have you have you played Friday the 13th for the NES, Michelle? I have not, but I have seen playthroughs of it. I know oh, all about man. it. It's, uh, it sure was a game, Michelle. It sure, it sure was. was a game. Uh, Except games are usually fun. Yeah, well, I mean, usually. De- not always. Depends, it definitely depends on who you're asking, for sure. That's fair. Um, my other, (laughs) my other news is also video game because the thing is I could show up and I could just tell you movie announcements, but I have so many movie announcements every month. I go through various forums and articles and I have my system and I spend a Saturday at the beginning of the month and I, I go through and I write down everything in the release date and I put it on my list and I have a system. So if you want to know what movies I'm excited for, in March, I do have 140 things that are on my list that get released this month. So we should we should do a thing where you can make your lists public. You do have a letterbox, don't you? Can't you just like post like Ooh. text lists of like, oh, this is everything I'm planning to try and watch this month. Well, shit, I'm gonna make a note of that because yeah, I could very easily maintain it. My lists are insane, and I could just. You guys, like, I I think sometimes people probably still think, like, the volume of me, this is a big part of the reason why we just turned this into let Michelle talk about a bunch of stuff and JD will occasionally be a prick about something uh, because he thinks he's funny. Captain Pedantic. No, uh, uh, the like, the, uh, I don't know where she finds, like, how, what, Michelle, what's the most number of movies you have watched all at the same? Like she wa- she'll watch two, three movies on different screens all at the same time. How oh, do you do yeah, that? Yeah, then three. Yeah, three for sure. Three movies at the same time. Simultaneously. I will say so that people don't get mad. It's not often. That's usually if I have like something I have to watch, like. I don't know, like an educational thing that I'm curious about or I have to do for some reason. Uh, and then I have a movie that like I really want to see. And then I have like, I don't know, a TV show that I'm not really it was going to be background noise anyway. 
But I don't do it often because I do feel like <laughs> movies, in order to enjoy love, them, you have to give I'm, like full. I, I love. Full I love that I'm. I'm here trying to to sell Michelle watching three <laughs> movies at the same time as a display of the impressive voraciousness of her appetite, and she's just like, "Oh no, I promise I don't do that all all the time." Like I'm trying to compliment you, and you're like, "No, I don't oh. do that all the time." Well, I just feel like people would be like, wow, how can you even enjoy the movie? We, you can't really at that point. It, it's more the obligatory, like, I have to see this. I th- it, Michelle, I think something you mentioned recently on the last episode, we re- we might very, I don't know if we're in need of a therapy episode. We just might be in need of, like, an extra therapist appointment. Holy shit. Yeah. I, don't, I so think guys, I went to the doctor today and found out that I need to wear a heart monitor again for a week. So Oh, that's, that's cool. That came out of nowhere. Geez, thanks for yeah. dropping that on me in the middle well, of the Well, no, I'm just record. saying, like, therapy. Like, oh, well, I went to the doctor <laughs> today. My resting heart rate is 140 beats. Oh, my God. Michelle, you should yeah, probably stop drinking caffeine immediately. It, it, I'm drinking water. I drink tons of water. And she was like, do you feel fine? I was like, yeah, I feel, I don't, I feel normal. I was here for a checkup. Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be glib or flippant, but have you considered, <laughs> have you considered mm-hmm. that maybe mm-hmm. you are a robot? I wish, because that means I would never die and I could watch all the movies that I have on my list. Have you, have you, yeah. Michelle, have uh-huh. you considered yep. that you might be an alien? That I had not considered, and wow, so many things would make sense. My obsession with squelches, that sounds like a thing that aliens have would not you, be able to comprehend. Have you yeah. have you considered that you are in fact a very confused hummingbird? Okay, hold up. I know a lot about hummingbirds, and you learned that about me after Sundance said that they're releasing a documentary about hummingbirds called called All the Small Things or whatever. Um, so I know a lot about hunting, hummingbirds, and I do not have the energy to be a hummingbird. <laughs> they, they have Your heart begs so to much. differ, Michelle. Your heart <laughs> begs to differ. <laughs> oh, my God. The problem. I'm going to go back to my doctor and be like, I don't need to to wear the Zeo patch again. I don't like it. Please don't make me do it a second time. I found the issue. I'm a hummingbird. Yeah, you're just a very confused hummingbird. That's, yeah. <laughs> you'll yeah, figure it out. That's very great. You'll Drinking nectar. <laughs> being afraid of the rain because it can break my bones because I'm such a fragile little lady. That's all Oh, great. what a horrifying life that would be, huh? Hummingbirds, beautiful, horrifying all at once. Yeah, yeah. Their lives are very, very difficult. Um, okay, so... <laughs> My last bit of news. Wow. Again, horror video game related because I love horror video games and I just, this is my opportunity to showcase them. Uh, we got an announcement of a video game coming out in 2026. God, the wait is going to kill me. Brian Clark created the Mortuary Assistant, which if you're into horror video games, you know about the Mortuary Assistant. It's very spooky. He is making Paranormal Activity video game. JD's just looking. He's not even holding the mic. Oh, okay, he's got it now. I dropped the microphone. Because that was a mic drop moment? I know. No, we're we're already reporting things that are not happening until 2026. It was am I doing Am I doing That's that thing? Where, am I doing that thing where I'm just like an old man bitching at clouds? Do you not understand what news is? This is the no. thing that was announced. I'm so excited. What well, my 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 point though is like, why are they fucking and making this announcement two years in advance? For people like me who are just going to live why only just, like, to wait for the paranormal activity video game. Why don't you just like just keep your trap shut and tell me like the week before? Like what, Okay, what? if you were making the paranormal activity video game, would you not be so excited that you had to tell everybody? No. Oh, I absolutely would. If I was like, holy <laughs> shit, I'm going to be in the Paranormal Activity video game. I'm the fucking demon. I tell everybody, running through a house, bitch. Like, now, so excited. 
<laughs> Did you just say boo bitch? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I think I'd be scarier than a demon. Just like they'd be like she's trying to scare us, but she's just annoying and we can't sleep. She won't wow. stop talking about Twilight. Trying <laughs> to get people out of bed into another room and be like, now that I've got you alone, let me explain. CGI baby. People people are going to be like, did they record this one at like 4 o'clock in the morning after some sort of weird um, marathon? No, guys, it's it's just barely midnight. Yeah. Why do wait? We, My heartbeat we, is 140 beats per minute. I'm we good. We <laughs> recorded oh nothing but two episodes tonight, and man, it's mm-hmm. been. Did you listen to the Ghost Watch one? Uh, I'm no, not even sure which one I we're gonna. Yet. I think we're gonna put out the Ghost Watch one first, and then this one. So maybe you already heard it. If not, Ghost Watch is coming next. I don't know how we're and gonna do. Go Michelle, how are we gonna Ghost do this? Watch. Which one? Do what? Uh, how, which one am I going to release first? Let's just put it all on Front Street right Flip here while coin. people are listening. Flip a coin? Flip a okay. Coin. Flip a coin. Yeah. Gotcha. And then when you're flipping a coin, when you go, oh, I hope it lands on whichever, before it even lands, you know your answer because you've hoped for it. What and if, if you don't I, hope for anything, then you just... I was going to say, what, what, what if I hope it lands on its edge? Well... That would be pretty sweet. And then uh, if that happens, bad things are happening in the world. I'd be very concerned. Cool. Okay. Literature. <laughs> Literature. Man, we're having a good time, guys. We're having a real good time. I'm we're not weird time. at all. We're I got not my weird at all. I pride myself on my weirdness. Okay, I'm gonna, literature. I'm going to eat so much Which... spaghetti when we're done here. I'm so excited Oh, don't about even it. say that. Now I want spaghetti. I'm Come coming over. Some. We're having spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot. Okay. Literature, which includes comics and manga, including the series that I started this month, Crossed by Garth Ennis. I have had this very high on my list for a very long time. I saw somebody comment on a post somewhere that the sadness on Shudder is the closest we will ever get to a Crossed movie. And uh, I went, oh, yeah, that's been really high on my list. It's one of the few things that, like, I want to find the whole collection and read it. And I found out that I can buy all the comics on Kindle for $300. So I started with the first chunk of the first three runs of Crossed. And I will be reading that for all of March. I did start reading it when I was uh, waiting in the airport. And I didn't realize that the version I downloaded was a full color version of this very sadness-esque. Uh, comic and then I went hmm I should probably move to some place where there's a wall behind me so that nobody walks by and kicks me out of this fucking airport because holy shit I was like oh that is a full page okay yeah I should not be reading this in public so then I went into the to the corner I was not prepared but oh it's been so good so far it has been it's so good yeah I don't have a lot to say except that if you like horror comics crossed is where it's at what else you been reading? I'm still working through all the other books that I started in the last like couple months, including uh, Maze Runner. Still have not finished the Maze Runner series. Still have not finished the fucking Sleeping Beauty sex books that I don't like. I've been working through a Brandon Sanderson one. I started reading the Final Girl Support Group, and that's pretty good. But I'm doing that one via audiobook, and I am having a very hard time with the narrator. I just don't think her voice matches what I think the character should sound like. I've got, like, ten books. On top of all the movies and shows that I'm watching, I've got, like, ten books that are sitting on my coffee table right now that are all partially opened, and I just flip through whichever one I'm in the mood for. Michelle, you you know that if you're not enjoying something, you can just stop, right? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's a bummer. That's why I put a bookmark that I really like in the Sleeping Beauty book, so hopefully I will finish that one quickly, and then I can have my fucking bookmark back. But currently it's inter- reserved. That's an interesting strategy. Yeah. It's not um, working very well. I've been reading big... Jurassic Park for two years now, by the way. I'm hoping to finish that this month. Good Lord. Uh, yeah. I uh, A big part of why I don't have a lot of movies to talk about uh, this month is because I did uh, finally find the focus and ability to sit down. I've been talking about it for a couple of months now. Uh, but Kayla Janice's House of Psychotic Women uh, was finally uh, yes. made available on audiobook. 
And I'm not mm-hmm. quite done with it. I have about an hour and a half left. It's like the final chapter and everything, but I've been slowly making my way through it because uh, the weather is some sort of weird climate change freak show in North Dakota this winter, so I've been able to uh, take very long, uh, strolling, pleasurable walks with my dog and listen to this. Anyway, uh, it's you probably if if you uh, look at horror in any kind of academic way at all, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the book uh, House of Psychotic Women, an autobiographical topography of female neurosis in horror and exploitation films. Uh, this is a is everything you've heard. Like this is a fantastic bit of of horror analysis and and sort of uh bringing you uh especially a female perspective on horror if you've ever had certain questions in your head like especially for me as a as a male viewer uh like maybe some confusion as to like okay i see the horror viscerally and in fact but like what is the appeal of this like psychologically what where does this come from uh, and and I don't have that perspective, right? Because I uh, and and she opens up in very very clear and easy to understand ways uh, a lot of things that uh, like look I, I'm sure there are things I probably could have picked up on eventually, but I'm glad I had somebody to be like, oh yeah, the, no, it's just it's this combined with this and this, and it's like oh. Yeah, I get it now. I, I I wouldn't have found those pieces together myself, but thank you for sharing that with me. Also, this book is an ex like I don't know how many different films she references in the text of this thing, uh, but I would wager to say that I've heard of a lot of movies. And I bet 50% of the movies she's talking about in this book I have never heard of before in my life. It's this exhaustive, just incredible reference material for, like, things. I have a movie waiting for me right now on my desktop. I've got a a link to it on uh, uh, Daily Motion. It's a movie from 1990 called Singapore Sling. Uh, that I'm very much looking forward to checking out. It's a a, a Greek film, I believe. Uh, but so that awesome on that level. Uh, just just crucial uh, analysis again. If especially if you're interested in any way, uh, understanding a bit more of of uh, a, a a. I don't want to say she speaks for all women, but definitely at least a educated, uh, experienced female perspective. Uh, just a, a really really fa- and. Also, just a, a very, uh, a very brave. Like she, she does all of this analysis uh, through telling stories about her own life, uh, and her own horrors and traumas and 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 bad experiences and and things that she's dealt with. Uh, it's just a very kind of uh, open and and brave bit of personal storytelling uh, as well to kind of. But to be willing to like use her own experience to illustrate the points she's trying to make, because there are definitely moments where you know there are conflicts between uh, you know feminist theory and horror appreciation at times, and you know how can how can we make those two things jive? And obviously, some people are going to make their arguments and they're going to agree or disagree. Uh, but I think she makes some very coherent, very uh, uh, understandable points about a lot of what uh, uh, the 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 arguments that she's trying to make and what the uh, the value of these sorts of things are. It's a fantastic book. I I can't uh, again if you're interested in any way in horror films in an academic sense, you know, like uh, let's really break down and talk about the themes and what's really going on behind the curtain here and. Uh, it, like if that interests you, uh, this is definitely one you should put on your list as soon as possible. Wow, I ranted a while on that one. It's a really good fucking book. And a reminder that is House of Psychotic Women, an autobiographical, an autobiographical topography, topography of female, of female neurosis <laughs> in horror and exploitation films. Yep, by Kira Janice, but I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. How is it Kayla. actually pronounced? Kayla. Kayla. Yeah, it's spelled K I E R dash L A, but apparently it's pronounced Kayla. She even talks early on in the book about how, like, yeah, no, it's it's Kayla. 
That's that interesting. Welsh, Irish. I I don't know. Uh, she's Canadian, okay, is what I know. <laughs> oh, okay. Curious about the origin of that name. Okay, neat. Uh, it definitely I, I strikes like me Irish as name, some sort of British Isles. Right. Yeah, it, de- it definitely has yeah. that sort of British Isles kind of vibe to it. You're not wrong. Kayla Janice, you're definitely listening. You're definitely listening to our podcast where I I rambled about your cool book. Uh, So please tell us where you're from. Is it Welsh? Is it is it? I don't I don't know. Is it some sort of? I can't see her name without thinking of Rumorgu, which is unfortunate. Rumorgu. Oh, okay. I think I'm twilighted out. Are you? All right, so we yeah. did uh, we did uh, your news, we did your not horror movies, we did your new horror movies, we did your not new horror movies, we did your franchise oh. of the month. Michelle, are you gonna try and like? Do you know what your franchise of the month is gonna be next I do. month? Maybe I some do, people and you won't be mad be about this one. And watch along. What's it gonna be? I am watching all four crows. The crow. <sighs> I know. Okay. But the first two, my brother's okay. name is uh is Brandon Lee. I grew up oh. with the crow. Okay. I'm excited. I have not seen the later two. I'm not expecting much. But the first two, I really like City of Angels. But I also have a nostalgia factor there because it was one that I got to see in the theater, and I'm excited to rewatch them now. So. I'd, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to the final edition of Michelle and Review on Do you not like Shutter. the crow? Hold um, up. Wait, do you not like The Crow? It's not for me. I didn't know that. I had assumed. Okay, well, I'm excited to watch The Crow, and you don't have to watch it with me. Oh, I, that's, so. thank you for your permission, Michelle. Well, you said <laughs> you might want to watch along. I'm just saying, like, okay, well, then fine. Don't watch The Crow. I'll oh, watch I'd... The Crow. And it's funny, because I, I made this decision, like, a couple days ago, and then they just put out the... Michelle image of Skarsgård as 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 Michelle uh, he is it's crow. called yeah it's called the crow and his name mm-hmm. is Eric Draven yeah Eric D Raven the yep. crow yeah say good night I don't Michelle. see the problem good night Michelle For more horror content, visit WeWatchShudder.com, where you'll find our world-famous, patent-pending ghoul blog and squelch files, as well as a schedule of upcoming episodes. Find us on social media, at WeWatchShudder on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and, I guess, Twitter, if you're still doing that for whatever reason. You can email us, mail at WeWatchShudder.com is the address, mail at WeWatchShudder.com. You can even call and leave us a voicemail, 701-566-9510. No, really, 701-566-9510. Give it a shot, see what happens. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media.